Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help to keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen. Hello. The owner of so many mansions all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking, you know, what sort of a termite mansion should we build for <laughs> you at the end of this? Uh, you know, let's just forget the mansion for today, okay? <laughs> I'm thinking no matter where we build this, you know, if we go to Bora Bora, there are some <laughs> really big termite uh, I colonies there. I wonder if there are. Have you researched that or are you just teasing me? Um, you go <laughs> to uh, some of those island communities where it's more humid and there's so much wood that has to be, again, the purpose of a termite is to turn decayed or dead wood back into soil. So you go to a place like a tropical island, and yeah, there's there's going to be some termites. Well, there, there you've got those you've got those <coughs> huts, you know, with the wood still going into the water. I'm wondering, you know, oh. I mean, you probably don't have termites there. They'd have to turn the wood back into water, right? That's, that's true. But and I'm wondering why they don't disintegrate across the water to get to those. So. <laughs> I am wondering now though how the wood keeps from disintegrating, but we'll worry about that later. So uh, subterranean termites are the ones that you and I have to deal with the most. And, and for much of dry America, subterranean termites is really the only ones we have to deal with. Mm. But we also have uh, dry wood termites and damp wood termites. Now, uh, again, if you're in Bora Bora, you're going to have some damp wood. Right. And they can actually live and eat that. Dry wood termites, the thing with damp, damp wood termites is you don't generally find damp wood inside the house. So inside homes, damp wood termites really are not a problem. Right. Uh, you can have dry wood termites where, for example, in Florida or Hawaii or Texas or SoCal or whatever, um, you can have that. And in order to get rid of those kind of termites, you pretty much have to tent the house. Tint it? Tent. Tent. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, so talking like put a big covering over it and then fumigating it or something? Pretty much. Really? Yes. And, uh, you know, I always go back to Breaking Bad when I think of tenting the house. <laughs> they may be doing more than just fumigating your house. Right, you're right. If you haven't seen... If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, I have to say I enjoyed that show. I haven't seen it, but now I'm really curious. Yeah. Well, the uh, the quick version of it is it's a uh, high school chemistry teacher who decides that he's tired of making a teacher's wages, so he starts uh, a meth business mm. where he's uh, producing high-quality meth and... Uh, Boy, there's a lot of people die in that show. Oh, that's kind of sad. So, But you are a meth remediator, so I'm sure that's where you come in for appreciation of that. Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> twisted show. If you're a twisted personality... <laughs> anyway, so uh, as a part of that show, the reason why I'm going down that road here is because as one of, he was trying to figure out how to increase his operation capacity. So he was looking for where to do that, and he finally landed on houses that were being tented for termites. Oh, and that's what he capitalized on? Yeah, because he knew there was going to be no regulators, nobody going in there, no homeowners, nobody. You tent this house, and then he goes in, and he does a meth batch, and then he leaves, and then they treat the termites. Ah, and no one knows he's been in there. Right, except for the few guys that uh, are in on this. That are in on it. So, uh, if you've got dry wood termites, the, then tenting is the only way to, to deal with that. And uh, some of the solutions that I'm going to provide 
uh, here in these next segments may not apply because the termites are just going to get in. And so preventive solutions like trying to keep the house dry just don't work. So how prevalent is that? I mean, that is, that's horrendous. That's worse than the other kind because at least the other kind you remove the wet wood and you know you've eliminated the source. Exactly. Yeah, they cause, they definitely happen. You know, if you live in a place like Hawaii, you've just got to treat the house every, you know, at regular intervals. That's, the whole island is being eaten by termites, including the houses. It's just a part of living there. Now, the nice thing about, if there is such a thing about dry wood termites, is they do actually cause less damage. Mm. A uh, subterranean termite, they propagate more, they have more babies, and they can cause real damage in a, Relatively short period of time, relatively uh-huh. meaning two or three years. Wow. Uh, whereas a dry wood termite, they, you know, they might be in, for example, the hardwood floor. Right. And a subterranean can't do that. The subterranean has to be somewhere where the, like, as you mentioned, the studs are wet. So you're walking on a hardwood floor and then you've got <laughs> little termites enjoying it as well. Same time. You don't even know it. Indeed. Crazy. Yeah. So now let's uh, let's get to the subterraneans because as the home inspector, I have seen subterraneans do their damage in a number of locations, and I've I've developed a number of good stories about this. One way for a home inspector to identify either an active or a historical subterranean termite colony is you look for mud tubes. Hmm. So the idea is that especially the termite worker. They all need moisture. They're not designed for arid climates like, you know, Utah, Nevada, North Dakota, Oklahoma. Right. So they, uh, they like to live in the soil where it's more moist. Yes. And then they go into the house for dinner, dinner being wet wood. <laughs> and they can't actually just go from point A to B because the, the air is too dry. Oh, really? Yeah. So what they will do is they'll build these mud tubes where they can preserve some of the humidity that they need that they had in the ground. So to travel, they actually need to protect themselves in these little tunnels. Right. Right. So that is one way to identify that you um, that you have termites. And is are the inspector I've seen where sometimes you've got a leaking chimney. Yes. And so they'll come in from the basement floor up this leaking chimney and... The one I'm thinking of actually had volcano rock that they were using to line, to decorate the exterior ah. of the chimney. And you could see this little mud tube snaking around the crevices of this volcano rock. Wow, how interesting. Sometimes they'll actually do that, you know, I, I'm going to say usually they will do that uh, in the corners of your wall behind the rock. So it's not usually visible. So, yeah, it's not necessarily visible. In most cases, actually, it's not. Um, one of the cases where I saw, and this is the one where he was actually pushing on his sheetrock. Um, it was it was on the other side of his sheetrock, but you opened that sheetrock up, he tore that off, and you had these little mud tubes going everywhere. Well, that is interesting. And so that's how you know you've got subterranean termites. It's the giveaway. You know, the, the biggest giveaway is seeing a termite worker or a termite soldier staring at you. <laughs> staring. I've, I've <laughs> been there and done that before. I've got that story, too. But uh, short of that, yeah, you, you know that you have at least a termite history when you see those mud tubes. Wow. Now, in the drier environments, in many cases, something will get wet. The termites will get started. And then it will dry out, 
and dinner's not on the table anymore, so mm. the termites will actually die off and go somewhere else. Mm. The eastern subterranean, uh, we have a di couple of different kinds, and maybe for, for most homeowners that doesn't matter as much, but you do have a couple of different kinds of subterraneans. And we're just going to hit that briefly. You've got the eastern subterranean that's going to be pretty much from New Mexico and Utah and Nebraska east. Okay, so we actually qualify as east in that yeah, scenario. Well, to the to the east of that line. Okay. Could have that one, and then you've got the uh, the western dry wood, which is basically just California to Texas. So, and th that's actually not a subterranean; that's a dry wood termite. Right. You did you did say dry wood. So, you know, you've, you've got all of the above there. As the homeowner, yeah, if you're living in Arizona or New Mexico where this uh, Breaking Bad show happened, <laughs> yeah, they're going to have the subterranean, they're going to have the dry wood, et cetera, and uh, they're going to have damp wood as well. How, so it really is essential that they treat every year, so they're pretty common. Yeah, if, if you're in those sorts of states, you pretty much just have to tent the place. And then the day after the tent is removed, the termites will start again. Oh, wow. So you just kind of kill them, slap them down for a, a brief time, and then they start to re reproduce. Yes. Now, so it's only temporary. Uh, if it's subterranean, you can go further than that. And you can actually not only kill them, but you can prevent them from coming back. So, and that's what some of the next segments are coming, or the, the coming segments are, are going to actually cover. Wonderful. We'll do that. In the next segment, we're going to talk about what a termite is looking for. Let's say that you get reincarnated, Heidi, as a, uh, as a termite. <laughs> termite queen. We'll make of you the course, if I have to be a termite, please let me be the queen. <laughs> so that's the scenario. Next, we're going to talk about uh, what you, the termite queen, are looking for. That's not even very nice. Oh, wow. Do I get to choose my king? Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> 